Good evening, and I want to thank you for taking time out of your day, uh, or tomorrow, or whenever you're watching this, or listening to this. Uh, we haven't been together for the last week. Once again, I was having trouble with Facebook and uploading videos and all of those kind of uh, difficult things, but it looks like we have it fixed and it's up and running. So that is a positive. I pray that you had a wonderful weekend. I pray that you've enjoyed some uh, beautiful weather and I'm so thankful for pretty weather. I hate the cold, I hate winter, and I am dreading its appearance. Uh, tonight we are in 2 Kings chapter 5 one of the most familiar Old Testament stories. Uh, there are kid songs in church about it, and it is the story of Naaman and his leprosy. We've been looking at the miracles in the book of Kings and Second Kings, and really just trying to see how these miracles have changed people's lives, uh, the people who were involved in the miracles, and how that can give us hope for today. Uh, because we still serve a God who can do miraculous things. Not that he always does the miracles that we ask him to, but that he can and that he will many times. And so I just hope that you have been encouraged uh, by the miracles that God works. And so many times it seems so simple like protecting against stew that was cooked wrong or uh, giving uh, food when the food was running low or money when there was no money. But I think all of us would say that we have probably all been there in situations and needed the Lord in those moments. And so as we go to Second Kings chapter 5 and we look at Naaman, uh, I want to just kind of walk through this together. We'll read a little bit, talk a little bit, and see where we end up. Naaman was a great military commander for the army of Syria. Not Israel, not the people of God, but their enemy. And the Bible says he was great and he was honorable in the sight of his master. And he was uh, a man who had been used by God even though he was not a Jew. It says in verse 1, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. And so I, I want to just say this because sometimes we think that God has to work in certain ways and in, through certain people, but this was a person who by all accounts, you and I would not think that God was at work. But it's just a reminder that even though it might not be you or it might not be the church you're a part of, that God can use people that maybe you and I don't think that he is willing to use. And so Naaman had a great problem, though. He was a leper, a terrible disease, a, a disease that ruined a person's life, that separated them from their family and friends. And however he did this, we don't know whether he had to wear special clothing or uh, different situations, but he was a leper. And as they had gone out to war, they had taken their enemy captive. And their enemy was a young woman who was a Jew. She was from the nation of Israel. And as they brought her back and she became a servant, 
she served Naaman's wife in her household. And one day when they were discussing, she said, I wish Naaman was in the land of my home where he could see the prophet of God and the prophet would heal him. And I think most of us would read this story and just gloss over that. But this young lady was in a situation that she didn't choose. She was in a situation that God's word says that we should not want to find ourselves. The Bible even says that we shouldn't uh, take people captive and all of these things. Uh, that people have value and worth. But even though this woman was in a situation she didn't choose, she was in a situation that was not desirable, she was in a situation that no one would want to be in, God still used her. And tonight you might be in a uh, work environment that you hate. You might be in a relationship that's not what you thought it would. You might be in uh, a difficulty with people around you. And when you look at those situations, you think, God, I just wish the situation would change. God, I wish you would change the what is going on. And what God might be asking you to do is just to be faithful where you're at. You don't know who you might reach in that difficult situation. And so the king of Syria hears about this and sends a letter to the king of Israel and says, I want you to make my servant well. And in verse 7, the king of Israel responds like this. And it happened when the king of Israel read the letter that he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and make alive that this man sends a man to me to heal him of his leprosy? Therefore, please consider and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. The king says, I can't heal him. This guy's just looking for a fight when I can't do what he asks. And so we're reminded here that just because someone has the power, just because someone has the wealth, just because someone has the prestigious last name, if the power of God does not rest upon them, they're useless to help us in our times of need. And so when we are desperate, we need to remember that names and titles and, and people can't help us. We need the power of God. We need the people of God. We need the fellowship of God's people. We need God to intervene. And so Elisha hears about this, the prophet, and says, don't worry, king, you send him to be. And so Naaman comes with his horses and his chariot, and he comes to Elijah's house. And Elijah sent a messenger down to him, and you can read this in 2 Kings chapter 9, and says, go down and wash in the Jordan, or Jordan River, seven times, and your flesh will be restored to you, and you shall be clean. Now, most of us would say that's wonderful. Yes, the Jordan River is not that clean, it's not that fancy, but I'm going to be made well from a terrible disease that has ruined my life. But Naaman became furious. He had expected the man of God just to come out and wave his hand and he would be made well. And can we be honest? Most of us are that way with God. When our prayers aren't answered as quickly as we would like for him to, when our problems don't seem to disappear right when we ask them to be taken care of, when our enemies surround us and God does not deliver us immediately, we can all get angry. And that's what happened there. But yet his servant said, uh, don't, don't you think that we should listen? I know it seems simple, but 
Should we not listen? And so Naaman did. He went down to the Jordan River, and if you've sung the song before, and he dipped and he dipped, and seven times he dipped, and when he came out, he was clean. His skin, the Bible said, had been made as a little child, pure, without blemish, perfect. And God had healed him. Now, I believe a couple things. I believe, one, that Naaman would have never been healed if he hadn't went to the river and dipped. I believe God has a purpose and plan for our life that he wants us to accomplish, that he wants us to fulfill, but he will not force that on us. Sometimes that purpose for our life may seem very simple. It may seem below us. It may seem very mundane. But you and I never know what God wants to do in the simple acts of obedience. I uh, know a lot of pastors and um, see a lot of people involved in church. And I always hear that, well, if I just had a bigger church or if I just had a... Uh, a bigger community to reach, or if I could just do this, then I could be successful in serving the Lord. But friends, that's not the right attitude. Whether your church has 10 people, whether you have volunteered to be the um, church decorator, or whether you are mowing the church yard, whether you're teaching the three and four-year-old Sunday school class, whether you're leading the singing, don't view it as this is what I have to do. This is what I want to achieve. Just be faithful. I always pray all the time, Lord, whether I was to pass a church, pastor a church of 15 or 500, just let me be faithful. Let me trust you and be used by you in those moments and watch what God can do. You say, well, Jake, I don't have much money. I don't have much influence. I, I just stay home. I'm retired. I'm, I'm all these things and I, I'm, I have health struggles and I can't do what I'd like to do. Just be faithful where God has you and watch what God can do. You never know whose life God might use you to change forever through a kind word, through a kind action, if you'll be where God wants you to be. And so tonight, I hope that'll encourage you, that'll help you to remember God doesn't care about titles. God doesn't care about our recognition. He just wants us to be humble and be faithful and watch what he can do. As always, thank you so much for watching. I'm praying that all the technology and things work and we can get back in the groove of what we would like to think should be nightly devotions. God bless you, and we're praying for you.